Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. Hi, Peak Performer. How are you today? I am super, super excited, honestly, to record a special personal message for you for this specific podcast episode because I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a minute that I recorded a personal message for you because I've been recording and publishing lots of different podcast interviews with amazing, inspiring podcast guests that I hope that you really, really enjoyed. And today I thought I'm going to shift gears a little bit. I know that many of you have been returning to the office slowly over the last maybe weeks or even months, or maybe it's upcoming for you. And I know that many of you have been maybe feeling a little bit challenged by that as well. So I wanted to take a moment for this specific podcast episode today to share with you a video from my YouTube channel. As you know, I really like to do that from time to time as well. And I know that you really like those podcast episodes specifically and so I wanted to really take a moment to really give you a couple of helpful strategies and tools on how you can safely return to the office after COVID. Um, yeah, I know that it's been an interesting time for all of you, for me as well, definitely. I can see that um, as my as I'm obviously working with you, with corporations and with one-on-one -on -one coaching clients in this area. And for me as well, things are slowly starting to shift. Um, I'm slowly um, shifting again to in-person events. I'm really excited to go to my first event next week. Um, presenting a kickoff session to over 100 people at a tech company and yeah I'm super excited about that I'm excited for the energy because obviously that's very very different than when you're sitting in your home office and you are facilitating trainings virtually and so I just wanted to let you know two things first of all If you are really struggling with a returning to the office, maybe there are a few things that you're really worried about. I really do hope, obviously, that this podcast episode today will help you with that. And if you also feel like your team is kind of struggling with that, maybe you have been um, recognizing or observing that your teammates are also kind of worried about that shift again, then let me know, reach out to me. I do actually have a special workshop on this specific topic called Return to Office Best Practices, where I'm sharing a couple of different insights, similar obviously to this YouTube video that you're gonna listen to here in a minute. And in that workshop, I'm sharing different tools and strategies to help employees really get back to the office with more confidence and less fear. So if you're interested in that, make sure that you're reaching out to me either via email or via my contact form on my website. That's the first thing that I wanted to share with you. And then the second thing that is really important for me to share, and I'm very, very excited about that because I am sure I have mentioned it to you before, probably in January, is that the Peak Performance Planner, my daily journal, is finally available in the US on Amazon. I'm super, super excited about that because I created, obviously, the planner for you. I created it with you in mind, with knowing what you're struggling with. And I really wanted to create a tool to help you build awareness around 
what is maybe still not working super well for you in your day to day? How do you manage your time? How can you set priorities? How to integrate gratitude into your day to day? All of these different things are covered in the Peak Performance Planner. You can start the planner at any point in time. It is not bound to a specific start date. So you don't have to wait until January 1st, 2023 to um, start with the planner. You can start with it really literally today or tomorrow. So make sure to check it out. It is a wonderful, wonderful book and I'm so, so excited about it. It took so long to get this out of out of the ground but it is finally here and I couldn't be more excited so check it out I will make sure to link the link to the Amazon listing in the show notes so you can grab your copy right away and yeah that's really all I wanted to share with you today so I really hope that this podcast episode is helpful for you and I'm excited to hear from you no matter if you uh, want to just chat with me catch up with me or if you have a specific concern or if you want to book a session for your team don't ever hesitate to reach out and connect. I always love to hear from you. So with that said, enjoy today's podcast episode and I really do hope to hear you really soon. It's been two years that you've been working from home and now your employer asks you to return to the office. Are you feeling some resistance? Maybe you even feel overwhelmed and you don't really know how to handle this situation. If that is the case, then I'm really glad that you're watching this video today because in today's video, I want to share with you a couple of specific strategies that you can apply in your own life in order to make the return to office a little bit more seamless. So I would say, let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to my YouTube channel. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm a peak performance coach and stress management trainer. And I'm really excited that you're watching this video today because I have been hearing your feedback. I've been hearing your concerns. I've been hearing your overwhelm. And I wanted to make sure to create a video for you in order to address a couple of different things that you might be thinking about right now as you are returning to the office. So I have prepared five specific strategies for you in order to help you make the return to office more seamless. So I would say let's get started with strategy number one. Good news, you have been there before and you can do it again. This is not the first time that you have to commute to go to your job, right? Even though you might have just started at this new company during the pandemic and you've actually never been in their offices or you've never met your colleagues, you have been working at different companies before the pandemic and you've probably commuted and you've probably worked in an office. So sometimes we are resisting change because it just feels uncomfortable and it's something new and transitions take a little bit of time but the good news is is that you have been there before and you can do it again so I think this is a really powerful reminder because sometimes we are like oh my god I just can't do this right we're feeling all of this resistance and overwhelm but you have done this before so you're going to be absolutely fine so with that first strategy and reminder, I want to talk with you about the second strategy. And the second strategy is something that is a really helpful stress management tool that I've been teaching and preaching to my clients over the last three years. And it is to focus on the things that you can control. In these kind of situations where, for example, our employer is asking us to return to the office, it might seem like it is something that is out of our control. And oftentimes we tend to focus on the things that we can't control. We tend to focus our energy on that. We tend to focus our time on that. We are complaining maybe about these different circumstances, but let's be honest, there's nothing really that you can change about that right now, at least, right? Or you have to make that big decision to say, actually, 
this is really important for me, I do want to have this flexibility and then you would obviously need to start looking for another job or for another employer that actually offers you that more flexibility, that remote work, right? But right now at the moment probably looking at going back to the office in the next week or two weeks or three weeks or four weeks depending on your employer there's nothing really that you can do right except maybe having a conversation with your manager in order to see if they can maybe extend that policy for you but you really need to start focusing your time and energy on the things that you can control and maybe right now what you can control is to make a plan on how you get back to the office and how you're going to structure your day going forward. And that is really the thing that you can control. And what you can't control is that your employer is asking you to go back, okay? So really important strategy, make sure that you are focusing on the things that you can control and let go of the things that you can't control. Because like I said, you just spend way too much energy and time on these things. And it is a total energy drain when you could be focusing that energy on more helpful, more efficient things. And that really brings me to the third strategy, because the third strategy, honestly, is the most important thing as you're going back to the office, which is make a plan. It is important that you structure your day and that you exactly know what you need in order to thrive and in order to show yourself as your best self. So I want to share with you a couple of different questions that I'd like you to consider when you're going back to the office. First of all, obviously, the two main questions are number one, how many days are you going to work from the office? And number two, how many days are you going to work from home? And then once you have established, obviously, the number of days that you're going to be at home and at the office, then I also have a couple of more questions for you and more specific questions in order to start creating some planning and some structure around going back to the office. Number one, when you're going back to the office, here are a couple of questions that I'd like you to consider. At what time do you have to leave the house? How will you get to the office? When do you leave the office? What meetings will be important to do in person? What other things do you need to prepare to make your time in the office as comfortable as possible? Like for example, food, childcare or doggy care. And then once you have all these answers to these first questions, then obviously it is really important, and you know that I'm always talking about this, to go into your calendar and mark these things accordingly. It is important that the stakeholders and clients and co-workers and teammates that you're working with know how you're planning and scheduling your day. This is going to be super important. It is important that you're communicating where you are at and how you're going to show up and when you are available. And it is not just helpful for these other people, it's also going to be helpful for you because once you have a structure and a plan in place, it's going to be really easier to manage this, right? So if you, for example, need to commute for 30 minutes or an hour in the morning, make sure that you're planning for that. Make sure that you're marking your calendar when you wake up in the morning, when you commute, and at what time you actually start your workday. And make sure that you are creating space for yourself. You know that I'm constantly talking about your morning routine and how important that is for you as well. And to make sure that you're really filling your own energy tanks before you're giving out energy to other people. So those are the questions for the office work. And here are a couple of questions for home as well. Number one, at what time do you start work? Two, 
At what time do you finish work? And number three, how do you transition from work to home even when working from home? Those are really important questions that I shared already in my video two years ago when we were talking about best practices working from home. We move into our workday as if our life just evolves around work, but we have to make these transitions and we have to make these kind of hard cuts and boundaries in order to ensure that we are taking care of ourselves. So I really, really encourage you to test this out because I know this might seem super simple, but it will be an absolute game changer for your own life. So make sure again that you are answering all of these very simple questions and that you're starting to mark your calendar accordingly and that you might even communicate these things. You could even think about having an email footer or having an out of office notification that really communicates to your stakeholders and to your clients when you're going to be available in the future. And then obviously it is all about implementing that, right? Making sure that you are um, following your own instructions and following your own rules because oftentimes it is that unknown factor that makes us feel out of control and makes us feel resistant and makes us feel overwhelmed. But once you have these answers, you will feel so much better. And that brings me to strategy number four. The next strategy that I want to share with you is to stick to your new routines. So if you have been establishing and creating new routines over the last two years since you've been working from home that are really, really helpful for you, then I really want you to consider, hey, how am I going to continue these really helpful routines into my office life as well? So let me give you an example. If, for example, in the morning you have had more time um, to take care of yourself, right? Maybe you've been going out for a walk in nature or you've been journaling or um, maybe you've been taking a nap in the middle of the day in order to refresh yourself. No matter what it is, no matter what you've established over the course of the last two years, ask yourself the question, what routines have I established over the last two years that have really helped me to take care of myself and to sustain my performance over time? And then obviously the second part of this question is, how are you going to bring that into the office as well? So how can you manage your time and your day in order to ensure that you're continuing with these new great routines also when you're going back to the office? Because oftentimes we just think, it's all out of the window. <laughs> I can't do anything anymore because I'm going back to the office and you know, we just kind of give up. We're giving up way too easily. And so again, I think it is with intention and with awareness that we can actually continue these positive practices back into our office life as well. And I think it is important that you don't expect this to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. And there's going to be some challenges and that's totally okay as well. But as long as you are trying your best and as long as you are, you know, again, being mindful and being aware and setting some goals and trying different things out, you can absolutely do it. This is the most important thing, okay? So make sure that you're sticking to your new routines and if you need more help with these kind of things, right? There are so many different videos on my YouTube channel about time management, about setting boundaries, about routines. So make sure that you check these ones out and get some more insights into how do I establish new routines? How do I manage my calendar? And so on and so on. I'm talking about this all the time because I know it is really important for you and I really want to help you get better at that. And then finally, the last strategy that I want to share with you today in order to make the return to office a little bit more seamless is to get enough sleep. 
this is so important and I should have probably moved this strategy to number one on the list of strategies that I wanted to share with you today because here's the thing as you're going back to the office you might need more time in the morning obviously to get up get ready commute to work and then be at work and so it is really important that you are considering your sleep and your hours that you get at night in order to feel refreshed and ready for the day. So make sure that you are checking in with yourself on that as well and make sure that you're asking yourself the question, hey, how many hours of sleep do I actually need in order to feel good, in order to feel clear-headed and focused and good about yourself, right? And then plan for that as well. It is all about planning. Honestly, you know, I say this all the time, but it is really about planning, you know, making a plan and then sticking to the plan to, to create some intentions and then starting to take action because that's how life really works out, right? This is how you can live a fulfilled life because when you're looking at the most successful people in the world, they have discipline, they have plans and they follow their plans. They are taking action on the things that are important for them because they know that in the long run, in kind of the long term, it is good for them, even though in the short term we might need to make some sacrifices or we might feel this really big resistance coming up. But in the long term, discipline and structure really works out. And, um, you know, I see that in my own life all the time, you know, that I'm testing out a lot of different things all the time in my life as well. If you're curious to learn more about what I'm up to every single month, make sure that you're checking out my plan with me videos. Those are the videos where I'm sharing a little bit more about myself and about my own life and about my own things that I'm testing out in order to be a peak performer. And yeah, anyway, that's all I wanted to share with you today. So five different strategies don't be discouraged you can absolutely do it like I said you've been there before you can do it again I know that you know sometimes it is easier to resist and be in that victim role instead of just taking responsibility for your own life so here's a friendly reminder to take responsibility for your own life structure your life make some plans and then take action because that's how you're going to live a more fulfilled life in the long run if you enjoyed this video, share it with somebody that might need to hear this message. Give me a thumbs up and leave me a comment down below if you have any other questions that you might be struggling with right now. And I really do hope to see you in one of my next videos. So take care and I'll see you really soon.